You want more prep football, and the Doug Lang Network has your back. Listen to the Cover 3 podcast, your weekly dive into Whatcom County prep football with Doug, Jeff, and Tyler each week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, and www.onthedln.com. Thanks so much for listening along. It's the Doug Lang Network online at www.onthedln.com. We look ahead. Week two already underway here for prep football in Whatcom County and a big game coming up on Saturday. It will be Linden and Seaholm squaring off at Civic Stadium. That one's scheduled for a 7 o'clock kickoff, and you can hear it right here on the Doug Lang Network beginning at 645. We get an opportunity to talk to the head man for the Mountaineers, that is Ron Lepper. Coach, before we look ahead, we've got to look back to week one, an unbelievably great ball game that literally is decided on the final play. You guys come up just a point short to Linden and lose it 35-34. Your thoughts coming off of week one? Well, I thought it was, we were much improved than we were at the Jamboree. And, um, you know, you, I remember talking to you at the Jamboree, and, you know, I didn't say much, but we really were not very happy with the coaching staff with uh, our efforts. And, uh, just the kind of overall play of us on that, on that Saturday. And so Tuesday at practice, um, Coach Lepper kind of went old school. I went and got my old black high top two inch spikes on and, you know, the polyester shorts and the, the big whip and the wool socks and, you know, and just started going crazy about, you know, how we want to play. And, and, uh, you know, we had some, uh, individual drills where the whole team was, uh, was surrounded with the, you know, the people who were doing the drill and stuff and just got the energy level up. And, and when it was all said and done, we said that's how we want to play. You know, we, that's what we got to get to. And, and we, I thought we were really physical in the game. Um, I thought it was just, you know, hard to the end. Um, and like I said, it just came up where we, uh, we called a play and we didn't execute it, but we gave ourselves a chance. And, you know, and looking back at it, I'm pretty sure the crowd enjoyed it. And it was just one of those games. That, you know, it'd been nice to come on the other end of it 30 years from now talking about it, but at the same time, you know, extremely proud of our kids' effort and, and how we, and how we played that night. Lep, talk to me about kind of that the furious finish there, the the Hail Mary toss that ends up with Kobe pulls that one in for the touchdown, and then, you know, Caleb with that, he, you know, gets sacked going for the two-point conversion. Obviously, you guys are going for the win. There's a whirlwind of emotions going on there in a very short sequence. Yeah, you know, we got the ball back with about two minutes and 30 seconds to go. We had to go about just over 70 yards, and, you know, we had some really big plays on that drive. You know, we had a sophomore, Garrett Smith, a, a key catch for a first down. You know, we had guys that did a little hook and ladder to get us some yardage. You know, we gave up a sack. We didn't, you know, so a lot of things that we came back from and, and kind of we had a play call for the last play and, um, that fell apart real quick. <laughs> it was just backyard football, you know, and Caleb's running for his life and pointing downfield. Kelly, uh, Kobe ran downfield. He threw the ball up. There was three Linda defenders there and he came up with the ball and, Pretty exciting, and then we right away get lined up for two, and Lyndon you know, did a nice job of calling a timeout to get their guys kind of re, you know refocused, and um, we just kind uh, of they got to us before we get the ball off. We got a play, and we just didn't quite execute it 100 percent, and how it went off. But you know, again, uh, you know, uh, no moral victory, but we we are pleased with how the step we made between the Jamboree and and, and that night, and then we're looking to make another big step this week when we play Seahome on Saturday. To that end, Coach, it is not a game that counts within, obviously, the 1A standing. So is it an easier one to kind of flush with especially kind of the things that you learned about your team moving on to week two and beyond? Well, you know, it's, it's so many cliches there. You know, you always want your guys to be able to, 
you know, let go of a mistake as soon as possible. And so that's a, that's a tough thing about football is you got to wait a whole other week and for us eight days where we can play again. So that's kind of hard to, to deal with. But at the same time, you know, um, it's Linden and, you know, it's a great effort. And, and you're right, you know, that in the big scheme of things, it doesn't hurt our playoff chances. But, you know, I think it also maybe gives a little glimpse of how good we can be because we're still not sure. And if we can go compete with a team like that for four quarters, you know, then and we continue to work hard to get better, then, you know, I think we have a chance to have some fun down, down the end of the season. Coach, it's Sea Home coming up next. And before we get into breaking them down, uh, off the air, I ask you, have you ever coached against a team while you had players of the opposing head coach on your squad? You said, no, I'm not surprised at that. But that's the, that's the situation that you have right now going up against Kevin Beeson, his two sons playing on your team. How odd is that? Well, it's kind of strange, but I'm, I'm having some fun with it because we're kind of, you know, like the old Cold War. We're going to have those guys go home and give leave stuff laying around the house and misinformation <laughs> and false stuff that we're doing, and, you know, seeing if they bought or not. But, no, it, it's a, it's, you know, it's a unique situation. Um, Coach Beeson, you know, was around a lot this summer, and, and some of the kids were kind of looking at him and said, hey, this is the only chance we can see his kids play. He came to watch us at camp, you know, and, and came out last night to watch, you know, watch, um, you know, watch a JV game with some of you know, his kids playing there too. So, it's a tough thing, but, you know, his kids play for us, and, you know, I think when it's all said and done, you know, they're going to go compete on both ends, and we'll, and then we'll shake hands and hug each other afterwards, and that's the way it's supposed to be. It's like, you know, when I'm competing against guys that, you know, you really enjoy competing against, yeah, you want to beat them for that 48 minutes, but afterwards, you know, I'm going to give them a handshake and a hug and still love them after the game, but it's, uh, it is a little different situation. Lapso, Seaholm, what do you know about them? They also had a very tough luck loss. It went down to the final seconds as they fell to Nooksack Valley in week one. What do you know about the Mariners getting ready for Saturday? Well, in way, they got some, they got some school guys. They got some athletes, um, you know, and if you're not careful, they're going to hurt you. Um, they, uh, they kind of spread you out a little bit, but they're also getting a little two back crystal action and want to run the ball. So, you know, like we did with Linden, we, you know, they'll scout-wise, they're not great, but you know, we want to kind of stop the ball and then hopefully, you know, make the plays on out, you know, keep in front of us when they're throwing the ball. Um, you know, they, they are improved. They only come off the season where they had a, you know, um, a nice little win streak to finish off with. And then first game, you know, again, they're right there too last, you know, came down the final seconds of the, of the game for them to have a chance and to be there. And so I expect a, a good football game and, and I expect an improvement on both sides because you're always, you know, always, make a lot of improvement after your first game, see where you're at, first time with the life, that kind of stuff. But I think it'll be pretty exciting on Saturday night. Final one left, biggest key to get a victory on Saturday. I think we've got to eliminate turnovers. I mean, you know, when you look back at it, uh, you know, we're in that game, we have a chance to win, and, we, and we've had three turnovers. So if we can eliminate those turnovers, and then, you know, we gave up two touchdowns on, in a total of three or four plays. We get the long run and then a breakdown in pass coverage. So if we can execute our assignments and, and not turn the ball over, um, that's what we've got to do to be successful on Friday night, or Saturday night. Coach, as always, great to talk to you. We'll look forward to seeing you on Saturday as we have that game right here on the Doug Lang Network. Well, I look forward to seeing you on Saturday, Doug. Thank you very much. There you have it. Ron Lepper, the head man for Mount Baker. Once again, Mountaineers taking on Seahome Saturday. That one's scheduled 7 o'clock at Civic Stadium. You can hear it all right here at www.onthedln.com. Follow the Doug Lang Network through social media. It's the Doug Lang Network on Facebook and on Twitter at OnTheDLN. Give us a like and a follow. You know we'd do the same for you.